All right, I just got off the phone with uh, Nick. Looks like Brantley is staying under the speed limit. I don't know what they're carrying, but they should be here shortly. Is he bringing back any guns? One would assume, but I didn't want to be that guy that's like, hey, remember when you... But You know what I mean? So I'm not going to... Let me just say this. Uh, I was very upset with that because, guys, I had got a flamethrower and it was in there but i just hadn't showed you guys yet mm-hmm. it was for the anniversary of the of the store cron doesn't that sound like an excuse like doesn't that sound like he's making it up that he had a flamethrower and he just magically somebody stole a bunch of guns and he's saying like flamethrower you know what i mean yeah uh i don't want to like say anything negative about him but i remember when we were all out back shooting off that potato gun and Dan just kept being like, you know, I'm getting a flamethrower next week. I got a flamethrower on the way. But yeah. to me, it's kind of like, if it ain't in hand, you don't got it, you know? Yeah. It's like hey, my guys girlfriend been... goes to another high school sort of Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. Well, she does. Yeah. Do you, um, do you want me to be dead ass honest with you right now? Always. You remember the Hobby Lobby fire? Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. Enough said. Okay. Sorry, uh, guys. All right. Well, again, you didn't actually say it, so it's kind of all conjecture at this point. But let's okay, but I do want to start our initial greeting when they do show up. Like, we love the horror drafts, guys. Right. So last time we put out a platter that didn't go over well. We got to do something special for them. Like, what do you guys want to do? They're going to be here shortly, but like, let's. I was thinking we could start with like. Hey, sup? That sounds pretty fun, right? That's sup. Cool. Sup. 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 Right. sup. That's top sup. of the... That's good. Let's keep brainstorming. That's number one for now, but let's just keep going. What's up? Uh, I'm gonna, that's... I think that's that's 1A. That's, that's going to be a 1A. How, that, how you guys doing? It? How you doing? Okay, okay. again, uh, that's just a simple greeting. I think that maybe let's take sup off the board because I think you're getting confused. I'm thinking the like, bathrooms are dirty. Give us back our flamethrower. The There's no more bathroom dirty. beers. Like, you're starting off negative. It's supposed to be a positive visit. Oh, right. How about a uh, hey, sup, 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 sup. Fuck. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, let's all just sup. Sup, sup. Not now. Save your subs. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were supping me. Sup. Bottle the subs. You're going to sup yourself out. Sup, sup me dry. Dan, you're the best gift giver. What what can you think of? Um, well, I know they're from the East. Uh, so I was thinking like oysters? There's that guy that that's sells a southern, on the That's a southern street. thing. Oh, that's right. Shit. Cron, any ideas? Quit thinking food. I'm thinking like a vent. Like what's cool? What do they like? Horror. Oh, yeah, yeah. They like horror. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you think they kind of want to take a break from that? They love eating lobster. And they love the Yankees? No. I don't know. I think it's got to be something with horror. It's gotta oh, be, they love it's gotta be scary. All those guys up there, they fucking love Autumn. Yeah. Cider. 
hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, this is taking way too long. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking, come up with something already. God oh damn shit, it. I see some headlights. Yes, fucking stop. Oh shit, like, they're here. Fucking end it. Come up with something. All right, let's go hide. Easy. All right, let's hide. Fuck. Oh, these guys are gonna love that we found that uh, Mission Impossible on Betamax, dude. I know that they've been on pins and needles waiting to hear about this. And that you're returning uh, yeah, all their guns, finally. obviously. Yes, important. I hope they left us some shellfish or something. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I like, have yeah. my EpiPen ready. I'm technically allergic to shellfish, but I do still love to eat it. So even if I need to double fist EpiPens into my thighs, I'm going to have some shrimp and lobster, I tell you. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Where where are these guys? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's uncharacteristically quiet. Yeah. I mean, there's usually not really customers in here, but usually the the guys are loud enough that you hear them somewhere. Right, right. Yeah, this is... I, I, I feel like... Should we call, like, the police? I feel like something's wrong. I don't know. You think Jerry would want us to call the police break to the store? I, maybe, hang on, let me... I, hello? Guys? Anyone here? Nothing. Nothing. You just, that's that's you were talking to them on the phone, right? Yeah, but that was like seconds ago. Yeah, Anything could have happened. That's true. Good point. Huh. Is it oh wait, hang on, I think there's a note over here. Oh no, wait a minute. It's just um it's a list of movies? Some kind of ranking. Ranking. Yeah, it's like there's a list of hundred and four movies here. I mean yeah, it's like a ranking, but it's all fucked up. They got some movies where they way higher than they should be, and a bunch of others that are way lower than they should be. Let me take a look. Yeah. Let me, let me see. I think we should just, like, rearrange this for them? Like, just, like, scratch things out and put our own ones where they should be and everything? Yeah, at least some of these. Yeah, no. I think they'd appreciate it. Like this one right here? Yeah. Way, way off. Definitely. This week on Five Day Rentals, it's a rewind. What do you guys think? That Nailed. all right? Nailed it. All right. Yep. Cool. Works. <laughs> I was so worried I was going to say this week on Horror Dress. <laughs> we would have kept it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would have started a Horror Dress episode, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Five Day Rentals. We are the Video Store Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. And this week's round is there is no round. We're all out of rounds. It's a rewind. Those are my two lovely co-hosts. Um, Thumper and Pulsating Pete, a.k.a. Cron and Bones. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Sup? Hey, sup. Thanks, Dan. Sup. Doing great. Sup. Godlike. Sup. Sup. 
You bussing? Bussing makes me feel good. So right before we hit record. <laughs> oh, nice. Anyway, we're not alone tonight, gentlemen. To make this a little more fun and interesting, uh, we have two very special guests that uh, have been on the show before, but they're back again. We got Mr. Brantley Palmer and Nick Schwartz, and with their powers combined, they are horror drafts. Gentlemen, welcome back, and welcome to your first Rewind. Thank you for having us, man. So excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. thank you. It's an, an honor. honor. Yeah. An honor. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It is an honor. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome to have you guys, but I don't want to downplay how more comfortable I am with the guns just in the vicinity. Oh, okay. great. Like, arms yeah. reach. Mm-hmm. Of course. Awesome. They're well-oiled, too. Good job. Yeah, no we rest. stayed up late last yeah. night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew that that was something that you do. I Oil. see a lot of these have had the serial numbers scratched off. Nice. <laughs> nice touch. You got it. <laughs> Oh, so happy to have that Glock back. Um, guys, tonight you get to change the list. Are we, are we excited about that? Yeah, I'm very excited, but I, I, I feel the weight of great responsibility um, getting this opportunity. So, that, you know, I don't want to speak for Nick, but I can say just for me, that's that's why it's such a tremendous honor. You know, we've we've played such a tiny tiny part in the history of this podcast getting to come on and guest for some episodes which is so kind of you and to give us this immense responsibility to get to come in and tweak this list off that is it's very gracious and kind and and i'm very excited to be here thank you yeah i think brantley just said it perfectly i am worried that we wield too much responsibility here too much power to be honest because if i understand this all correctly some of these point totals are pretty close, and I feel like we could do, you know, we could make a lot of difference here and uh, mm-hmm. and throw throw some things like really far out of order. So yeah. sorry in advance. Well, that's they well, made and, their call, they made their decision, and we're here now, and we're here to fuck shit up. So yeah, just, yeah. Like, no, you're just right. to be clear, your your plus or minus point five adds to the average that's already there. So it's definitely going to move stuff up or down. <laughs> yeah, I know that's a. I mean, it could move stuff like a lot of positions, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, There's some real tight groupings like... in some areas, yeah. That's, all right. Well, great. I mean, I'm excited to do it. Same here. I cannot wait. Well, we are super excited to have you. And yes, this is the Rewind to end season one. It, oh, what a ride. Um, we started we didn't know if it would continue but here we are today we've met some beautiful friends along the way including brantley and nick um and uh we're happy to do it for you every week join the patreon now in in five years (laughs) just kidding (laughs) we wouldn't do that to you guys but yes uh nick and brantley are here to Welt some power towards the list. I believe you guys have a point total for each other. You can uh, split that up as 0.5 and 0.5 if you'd like. I think that's probably what you guys would do if that's your move. Mm. Um, as the 
game went on of rate my letterbox world famous game um never been indicted um i believe bones was the winner i do want to recount cron is that correct that's correct and uh bones ended with a 25.5 i had 24.5 and you had 23 oh this is definitely wrong <laughs> this is well at least i beat george yeah, well, George was here for one episode and got a 2.5. That's his own fault. He beat you on that episode, if that counts for anything. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. Hey, you brought it up. You know in a few weeks, George is then going to say, like, where the fuck is my point five for the big board? <sighs> like, we'll give him uh, one on a on a thing where he's not hosted at all. Okay. He's, he's not been here. That's how we do these. <laughs> but gentlemen, I think it uh comes down to Bones gets to pick what order or which position he wants to take. I believe we do snake style, right? Yep. Uh I'm going to take that that A slot. I'm going to take first and last. Great move, Bones. I'm taking B, the spot right after you. Okay. <laughs> and right before you, the next time through. I guess that leaves me with a big C, gentlemen. That's what I got in college, but C's get degrees. And Brantley and Nick comes down to you guys. Um, what would you like? How does this work? Do we go after you all have done your um, yeah, that's adjustments? What or... Yeah, so I think we'll snake through. So you guys will get, uh, you know, four and five. Okay. Basically. And then okay. We'll okay. circle back to us. Gotcha. Got it. Makes sense. Nick, do you want to go fourth or fifth? I'll go fifth if that's okay with you, Brantley. Fine by me. I will go fourth. All right. Go forth and fuck this list up. We each have point five, right? Is that yes. correct? That's okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. We get All one right. move in the middle of this entire rewind. It. Yep. It's a considerable position to be in because mm-hmm. you could undo something that I do. True. You could offensively move something and then lock it. So uh, do we need to try to explain our convoluted system here as far as what's off the board? Do you guys feel comfortable knowing what's highlighted means untouchable? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think the only thing I had some question about was the uh, tiebreaker rank, but I don't know if that's really going to... Yeah, I didn't know if that was relevant, but... So basically, <clears throat> since we all, like, since all of our ratings are just based on a five point scale that is uh you have half points in the middle mm-hmm. um but pretty early on in this i realized like we were going to run into a lot of uh 3.833 3.8 you know like it was sure. just kind of going to repeat over and over uh so we started bringing in the average letterbox score mm. so uh the tiebreaker is essentially taking our scores and then uh, factoring in letterboxed to determine the tiebreaker. So okay. it's essentially just a way to say 
this 3.83 is above this 3.83. Makes total sense. Cool. We try to keep it uh keep it fair here. Yeah, I think as long as you know what's one, two, three, four, like what's what the number is on the left hand side, that's basically all you need to know yeah. the yeah. order. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. What and I get which ones are off limits, but if if one of you had given like a half a point to I'm just hypothetically like tremors and then another one had taken it away. Is that off limits because it's had two or it's only like if it had gone a full rank up or a full point down that yes. it becomes locked? So if one of us gave it a point five and then someone else took that away, that's still two moves and it's, oh. you know, you can't do anything else with it. Essentially. Then it's locked. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was just curious. All right. Well, do we want to do... What do you guys want to do? You want to do? We normally we do the first three, and then we do have two games tonight to play here on the rewind. So, uh, Bones, what do you think? I think it would maybe fuck up the flow if we were to play a game right now, considering how much time we've talked about the list. Mm-hmm. I think let's uh, let's get through Brantley uh, as far as uh, board manipulation. We'll play a game and then we'll we'll do my game towards the end. Once okay. everybody's pissed off at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Perfect. Well that works. Um Bones, the floor is yours with the first move here for the rewind. Gentlemen, I have not prepared a statement. Oh. I did all that work, all those other rewinds for. What I did want to do is I did want to take a quick minute to just pay a little bit of tribute to an actor we lost this week, an actor represented on this board. Uh, Mr. Treat Williams passed away in a a terrible motorcycle accident. Uh, I want to say the guy brought me nothing but joy. I have uh, just a a solid, solid fucking actor. And uh, it, it, it pains me that dead heat is locked where it is, but at least it's, it's, represented well in comparison to the list so uh if you're not familiar with dead heat please seek that out uh and i would also recommend deep rising in the phantom all three movies brought to the uh podcast by bones i guess you could say i fucking love tree williams and uh look out for that substitute category coming where i force us to watch two three and four all right that's (laughs) enough He also has a a really, really good Tales from the Crypt episode. I think it's like, it might be season three, episode one, or season four, episode one. I can't remember, but it is a really solid episode of the show. Okay. Nice. Um, I don't know if I've told my wife yet. She was a big Everwood fan. I don't know if she's found out yet. Yeah, I need to open up a line of dialogue with her finally sometime this week. (laughs) All right. Um... Kron, do you mind scrolling down a little bit? You got it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep. You're so close. Jesus. There he is. Somebody did my man dirty. All right. We got to lock. We got to lock its original position. 
uh, Punisher Warzone gets its point five back, dudes. I mean, the movie is just five day rentals through and through, and it needs to return to its rightful place. It was at eighty six or eighty seven. It was at eighty six, and now it's at sixty seven. Okay. I'm fine with that. Ideally, it would be a little bit higher, but uh, it was just uh, egregiously low. Probably good timing. I mean, I considered, uh, you know, giving this thing a negative 0.5 just because <laughs> I thought it would get people worked up, especially considering how much you and Brantley have talked this thing up. But <laughs> that also seemed a little too mean. So even if you had not done this, I would have not knocked it down even further i i i did question whether or not one of you would be mean enough to do that but uh it was not a risk i was willing to take so brantley i think you share my appreciation of of punisher warzone absolutely yeah yeah i i thought you all would have assumed that's the one i was coming for with my uh selection basically so now i'm gonna have to <laughs> refocus my plan here that that uh, move has been made and that is now locked into position I thought if Bones didn't you would mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I figured it was coming I couldn't risk it though no I and I will say that I was the one that dropped it .5 I remember mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about it at all you broke my heart that day Dan you're lucky I didn't win I would have trashed it even more. <laughs> all right, Kron. I pass it off, buddy. Why are all your leads in the movies you pick dying off? That's oh, shit. Question. He died, too. God damn it. Oh, that's right. Recently, right? Did somebody sweep over my feet recently? <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to play, is it? You're okay. related to Tree Williams? That was a pre-record. That was pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah, it was a good joke. Maybe you, uh, maybe you just think they're too good for this world. You know, if you catch my drift. All right. I mean, I'm ready to check out. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> um, you got ten years. That was Bones with the first pick here. He took point five to Punisher War Zone. And Karan, what did that move that up to? Did we say that already? Yeah, it was like 67. uh, 67. All right. Well, that would lead us into Kron Howard with the second pick here. Take it away, sir. Guys, we have made it 104 movies onto the big list. I don't know if any of us thought when we started this we would get to this point. Uh, And that's not even taking into account the the five-star bangers we've covered, so... You know, in total, we've got to be at like, I don't know, 106, somewhere around there, 107. Uh, But guys, I think after this long, the fans, they know us. They know who we are. And the one thing that they can say about Kron, this guy is a fucking gearhead. He's just always talking about cars automobiles he's got oil in his veins he's got a piston for a penis that's what they're saying out there is that it but the one thing i've never understood about cars is the humble carburetor 
how do they work? Guys, this movie is in the middle of the list, currently setting at number 33. I think it deserves to be higher. From the one and only Brian De Palma, we're going to bump up Phantom of the Paradise by 0.5. Did you recently do a rewatch? No, I'm just going off of uh, all memory. I would bump this thing up to number 15 on the big list. I think it deserves to be there. It's a fun movie. Got a lot of cool songs. Weird style. Kind of outsider shit for De Palma, I think. Considering what he kind of fell into, but... I don't know. Super entertaining. I don't think it deserves to be kind of, you know, upper middle. I I inclined to agree, man. I think that's a good spot for it. Bradley, Nick, you guys seen uh, Phantom of the Paradise? Actually, no. Yeah, I actually have not seen this. I, I like some De Palma. Some of the De Palma I've seen, I have enjoyed, um, but I have not seen Phantom of the Paradise. I know that Sissy Spacek worked on it with her husband at the time because he was like a set decker or something like that and worked with De Palma a lot. Um, That's just from research on Carrie. So, (laughs) (laughs) And that is that how they met? Or is it just coincidental that... I think they were together already. um, And maybe were even married already because it seems like they married pretty young. Okay. Yeah. I think it is a more kind of approachable to Palma in a way like it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more uh, friendly to newcomers than getting into the later or midpoint of his career even though I like probably some of that stuff better this is like I don't know you could watch this with a group of like non-movie people and I think they would be okay with it you know yeah the vibe it gives off to me is like a fun midnight movie Um, you know a la Rocky Horror but probably obviously much different than it but like that kind of fun watch with a crowd type of movie yeah I'd say that's a pretty you know good way of describing it I think I would put it above Rocky Horror yeah yeah wow yeah I agree a lot of the shows I listen to there's a lot of people that hadn't haven't seen it and they always are like dude that's so fucking awesome that's fucking awesome movie i can't believe i haven't seen that so Hmm. i'll agree that was the first time i seen it Kron made us watch it and i enjoyed it hell yeah early on gentlemen any more about phantom of the paradise which is Kron's pick adding 0.5 to it jumping it up to number 15 here on the big list I think it's to you, Dan. All right. It is to me. And, um, Kron, you can keep it right where it's at. And, uh, well, we healed, but I don't think I have. Number five is Big Trouble in Little China. And the sum of Cron Howard was a five, and I think I'm going to take a point five. 
from Big Trouble in Little China. Wow. Bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bold. It's <clears throat> the right move. <laughs> Can I Nobody just say, ag- before we get into the discussion, I, I am, we're seeing all of the inner Excel spreadsheet working that Ron <laughs> is doing, and I am very impressed. Unbelievable. How, okay. Yeah. It's like impressive. This, yeah. you, I mean, I know you're an accountant and all, but this is real, like, professional shit that you're doing here, and I'm very impressed by it. Yep. It's all I do all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to kind of derail with that comment, but had to be stated. <laughs> uh, guys, this would move big trouble out of the top ten. I mean, even below the movie we just talked about, Phantom of the Paradise, this thing would end up at number 22 on the big list. Beneath Lawnmower Man. Wow. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Only five-day rentals collectively <laughs> could make that call. Well, Lawnmower Man's both you and me, Karan. Yeah, we did both move it up 0.5. I that. love Lawnmower Man. The movie fucking rips, dude. <laughs> it is a good time. Um, but that does move another fucking Kurt Russell movie to number 10, which is Breakdown. Nice. Love to see it. It was sitting at 11. I love to see that get bumped up into the top 10. I mean, I think all the car- carpenters we've covered deserve to be in the top 10. Uh, but I don't know. I know Dan doesn't like this one as much as certainly some other carpenter movies that are out there. So I don't know. I'm okay with this. Like, we got uh-huh. to cover it. I didn't think we'd get to cover it for the normal show. Uh, and we did. So. That's all I wanted. <laughs> is Big Trouble the only movie on the big list that has ever received a five from anybody? Yes. 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 Wow. Out, outside of five star bangers, and for the longest time, these guys were like, just do it as a five star banger. <laughs> and I refused. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got to cover it, and I don't know. I gave it a five. I do love the movie. I watched it a shitload in college, and was pretty high every time and it it's just stuck around i still love it nice very cool and i still love you cron <laughs> I, I love you too but like i said i'm happy we covered it so right. i'm okay with the move nice bones no comment <laughs> <laughs> i'm mean, all right you're wrong, but what? <laughs> I'm okay with it. You know, I I come here. I've been lifting all week for this. So fucking yeah, you're you're bussing, dude. Yeah. Sup? <laughs> Sup? So, uh, that is Laundry Dan. Pick number three. I'm taking five from Big Trouble in Little China, dropping it all the way down to number twenty-two. Wow. So, um. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, that is uh, the third pick. And the fourth pick, we have our special guest here with us, Mr. Brantley, making his review debut. What do you got for us, Brantley? Guys, thank you so much. Look, when I got invited to come on to this podcast, I said, I have to write a historic wrong. And I came in with a plan. Bones has already taken care of that for me. I wanted to bring up a movie that was so egregiously wronged by both Dan and Kron. 
Now, Bones is taking care of that, but I'm going to do it again with a different movie. Another movie that Bones rated accurately, but Dan and Cron didn't give enough love to. Um, guys, I'm going to put a point five onto Tremors, which will lock it not to be moved again. And if I'm doing my math right, but I'm going to let Cron, Mr. Accountant here, do his magic first, but I think that might make a pretty big splash in this uh, review here. Yeah, I think that's going to put it safely at position number one. Briefly. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to knock yes. off Unhinged from the yes. top of the list and put Tremors at number one above yes. wow. Unhinged. Excellent. Not even going to give me a courtesy tap? <laughs> Now look, Dan and Cron, you guys gave it a 3.5 compared to Bones' 4, but anyone not rating this movie 4 or higher, absolute egregious in my mind. And I had to come in and give that one the bump up. I absolutely love Tremors. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. I'd argue it's like near perfect. It's just so fun, so enjoyable, good time for all. Um love this movie and i'm happy to be the one to fuck up your list and put it at number one overall <laughs> it feels right dude it feels right really i'll be honest this has always been like one of my alternates every single time we do a rewind show to to bump really? it up so nice. i'm not mad at it beautiful i love it unhinged has had a run i'll say that much and it's a great movie very deserving of the time it stayed at number one, but its time is now done. I hope our small audience, I hope they sought out Unhinged. Mm -hmm. Like It's it's I, Phantom of the Paradise for sure, um, like we just talked about, but Unhinged is the one that had just like fucking blew me away. Like should not work, but it's just an absolute blast. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah Tremor, think, Tremors feels right. I feel like that was even the point of us putting Unhinged at number one, which just, I think we all really liked it when we saw it, and it was like this underrated thing that no one was talking about. Yeah. Um, and I will say, I mean, I do think I probably rated Tremors too low. I think if I could go back, I would give that a four, at least a four. Um, Look at Letterboxd. I had a 3.5. That's ridiculous. But it is, I mean, it's a little crazy to come onto somebody's show and put a movie at number one on the list. <laughs> That's five-day rentals, baby. There How you go. Are you hey, trying look. to intimidate Nick? No. I hope, <laughs> I hope Nick does something as crazy. This is, uh, yeah, this is like witness tampering. I haven't made my, uh, yeah, no, I don't even know what I'll do now. I just, look, when I got the offer to come on, I said, oh, they don't know what they've done. Because here's the thing, whether Bones had moved or not, I actually was going to go Tremors the whole time. I was just going to do my intro spiel as if I was going to go Punisher Warzone and throw you all off and then say Tremors uh, to add to the tension a little bit. But um, this was the pick the whole way. I'll be 100% honest. I said, oh, number seven and it can go to number one. I'm going to make a splash if they're going to give me this much power. So, yeah, it's bold, but... Fuck it, you guys let me do it, so it's on you, Kron. I mean, I, well, 
<laughs> Let's not go crazy. Uh, <laughs> I will say, like, it has an ending score now after that move of 4.67. So essentially, unless the three of us all agree that a movie is a five, which I can tell you straight up will never happen, uh, <laughs> like, this will sit at number one. Well, there's there's one, looking at the list, there's one thing that can be done to to derail it. Right? Am I crazy that number yeah. three could get bumped, right? I mean, you could potentially bump like three, uh, Prince of Darkness, Running Man, mm-hmm. maybe Apocalypto would just tie. Oh, yeah. So really, Prince of Darkness is the only available yeah. move left that, <laughs> so, that so could my, potentially my, be above it. Tremors might have a short run at number one, but uh, I figured I should come in and, and get it to number one while I could. And uh, let it have its little run at the top of the the board, however long that may be. I like it. Thank you. I'm glad you came on here with fist flying, Brantley. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean... little windmill. Mm Mm-hmm. How long have we been on this rock? All right, well... There you have it. What's his first appearance on the Rewind? Brantley putting <laughs> Tremors up. Number one on the list. We'll see how long it lasts. Usually our number ones have a long, long championship run. Mm-hmm. So, But gentlemen, I think it's time to simmer down a little, let everybody catch their breath, and play a little game here. Uh I believe Bones has one lined up for us this time, and uh, oh, I think I, I think, think we're going to do Brantley's first. Oh, we're doing Brantley's yeah. first. All right, well, Brantley, I'm. It's all yours. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Um, look, you guys are always so kind and generous to us, and you know, you say that we always come on and we like, you know, class up the podcast and everything, and that's very kind of you. It's very sweet. Um, but in that tradition of us coming on and quote unquote classing up, well, what's classier than fucking Shakespeare? Am I right? So oh, I'm going to play. I'm we're going to sign <laughs> off. <laughs> Good night, y'all. <laughs> we're going to play a little game called to be or not to be. This is a game in which I'm going to ask you questions. If a movie is on the streaming service to be, or if it's not on to be. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I love it. God damn it. I spent now, a lot of time flipping through two. This is fucking genius. <clears throat> God, two. We think of God this? damn it. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm glad that you guys are on board because when I thought of it, I said, oh, this is the perfect game for the five day rentals podcast. Um, to determine the order, we're going to play uh, a game of guess the letterbox score. Uh, you guys most recently did a movie on Blacktop, which stars Meatloaf. Meatloaf has been in other films, of course. So, can you please guess the letterbox score for the 1980 Meatloaf rock comedy, Roadie? And I'm going to start with you, Bones. Bones, what do you think that has on Letterboxd? 2.1. Okay, Bones is saying 2.1. Kron, what do you think that has for a score? What was the year? It was a 1980 film. I'm going to go with like 2.6. 2.6. Okay, Dan, what do you think that has for a letterbox score? 
Oh, I fucking looked at this too when I was looking at Blacktop. Oh, did you really? <laughs> uh, this is. I want to go with two point five. Two point five. All right, right Nick. In the middle. Nick, what yeah. do you think? Rody has a letterbox score of. So I'm gonna do two point two. I think there's a gap there. Two, th- two, three, and two four haven't been chosen, right? So they have not. No. Okay, so I'm doing two point two. All right, so. Quran will go first in this round because he gets 2.6. The actual letterbox score is 2.8. Wow. Everybody was low, but Quran was the closest. Dan had 2.5, so he will go second. Uh, Nick will go third because he gets 2.2. And then Bones will be fourth at 2.1. There shouldn't actually be any... Um, benefit to going in the order we're going to go in but um i've got this broken down into five rounds each round is centered around a classic action star okay round one is chuck norris so cron with the first question in to be or not to be and you can answer it that way you could say to be or not to be that will be whichever uh, the way to go is the Chuck Norris action film missing in action to be or not to be? Missing in action. Brantley, I'm going to go with to be. Okay, thank you very much for your guess. That is incorrect. Missing in action is not on the streaming service to be. Thank you, though, Kron. Rigged ass fucking <laughs> loser. Dan, you oh, are yeah. up next. Yes, the sir. Next, Chuck Norris film in to be or not to be is missing in action two. Is that on to be or not to be? Not to be. That is incorrect. Damn, I'm so sorry. Missing in Action 2 with the sequel is on Tubi. Of course Thank you very it is. much for playing, it's, though. It's good that they have two and not one. You don't need deleted. <laughs> All right. Nick, you yes, are sir. up, sir. Okay. Your Chuck Norris film is Delta Force 2. Is Delta Force 2 Tubi? Or not to be? I'm going to go with not to be. Nick, that is unfortunately incorrect. Delta uh, Force 2 is on to be. Okay. We have gone almost this entire first round with incorrect guesses. Will Bones alter the course of this first round and be the first contestant to get on the board? Bones. No. Your Chuck Norris action film is Braddock Missing in Action 3. Is that to be or not to be? To be. Bones. You have done it. You have gotten on the board. (sighs) Missing in Action 2 and 3 are on to be, but not the original. The first round concludes. Sorry. Are there? How many are there? Yeah, I think there's four. Or maybe... God, I think there's four. I don't know. I just looked through 
you know, I got four for each actor and, and then I uh, moved on basically. All right. That concludes round one. Bones is on the board. He has correctly guessed. He currently has a score of one to the other contestants, zero. But, Kron, we're coming back to you. This is your chance to get on the board. Round two is centered around, I know he's your favorite action star, Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's mostly for his politics you're really a big fan of, right? <laughs> oh, true. yeah. The guy. Uh, 2024. Genius. Yeah. Yes. Nice, nice. And so I this, like the way he uh, eats carrots as well. Oh, beautiful. So. I'm a big fan of the way he dresses. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this is your chance with your favorite action star to get on the board. Kron, your movie is above the law. Is that to be or not to be? Brantley, I'm going with to be. Kron... That is unfortunately incorrect. <laughs> Above the law is not on Tubi. Really, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm so sorry, Kron. You're going to have better luck, I'm sure, in the next three rounds. But we are now on to Dan. Dan, your Steven Seagal yes, film is under siege. Is that Tubi or not Tubi? Not Tubi. Dan... You are on the board, sir. You are correct. Under Siege is Fuck not yeah. on to be. All right, Nick. We're coming to you here. Okay. Your Steven Seagal film is Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Is that to be or not to be? Uh, I'm going to go with to be. Nick. I am so sorry. You are incorrect. <laughs> that is also not on wow. Tubi. All right. All right. Final question of the second round. We are coming back <laughs> to Bones. He could widen his lead two to one over Dan. Let's see. Don't count if he on can it. get this right. Bones. Is the Steven Seagal film The Patriot from 1998 to be or not to be? Not to be. Bones. I'm very sorry. That is incorrect. That actually is on to be. Most of his classic films were not. It was all of his, like, usually 2000s and later straight to DVD kind of crap that made it onto to be. Um, and that one, unfortunately, is it's a classic. Is a classic. I, I, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I do think that that is the dropping point. I mm. think that movie is his like. Fall he had off. a great run up in in the 90s, and I vaguely, I really remember Patriot being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And yeah. after that, it was straight to straight to video. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not gonna like, win. So I, I can't hey, change it. I'm just you're work. tied for first place, sir. After two rounds with one point, you and Dan are both tied at one. It's oh, up. We got three more rounds left. I hope this isn't taking too much time. All right. Third round, Jean-Claude Van Damme, JCVD himself. Kron, we're back to you. Is the Jean-Claude Van Damme film Bloodsport to be or not to be? 
Brantley, the law of averages would say at this point, we should be 2B. That's my answer, 2B. Cron, I'm so sorry. Brantley, this is a rigged ass game, dude. All number ones are not 2B? I'm very sorry. It is not on 2B. Brantley, I'm going to answer the next two not 2B. And I swear to Christ, if they're on 2B, I'm going to fucking lose it, dude. I'm sorry, Cron. Um,. <clears throat> Look, you know, I tried to randomize the answers as best as I could, you know. Oh, did you? And I had no idea who was going to be in what place before the game started. It's 50-50, you asshole. Come it's on. law of averages. I've had two not tubies, dude. Three. You're in your head, bro. Yeah, You're in your head too now. much. I've had three now. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. Dan. Yes, sir. Your JCVD film is Kickboxer. Is that to be or not to be? I'll go to be. Dan, you are in the lead, sir, because that is on <laughs> to be. Nice. So, you are currently so. leading two to one, but we are only halfway through the third round. Nick, you're on the board. We're going to a more modern Jean-Claude Van Damme film, mm. and that's the very meta jcvd is that to be or not to be that is to be nick you are also on the board now right you got your first point all right bones welcome nick thank you you could tie dan here at two points if you get this correct your Jean-Claude Van Damme film is Hard Target. Is that to be or not to be? To be. Bones, you are correct. You and Dan are now tied at two points, and we are going to round four. All right, gentlemen. Round four's actor is Jackie Chan. Oh. And we are starting with you, Kron. Kron, the movie is Drunken Master. Is that to be or not to be? Brilliantly. <laughs> Kron. Law of averages would say that this has to be to be. Kron. I'm very happy to report you are on the board. Yes. That is on to be. It's about time. You <laughs> just saved your ass, Brantley. <laughs> okay. Dan, we are yes, coming sir. to you. The film is The Prisoner. Is that to be or not to be? I'm trying to think what fucking year this is. Um... Not to be. Dan, I am very sorry. That is incorrect. The prisoner Fuck. is on to be, but you are still in the lead at two points. We are now going to Nick. Nick, can you tie up the top score of two? Certainly your hope film. so. <laughs> I hope so. Let's see. The, your film is Rush Hour. Is that to be or not to be? 
not to be. Nick, you are correct. That is not on the streaming service to be. You are tied at two points with Dan and Bones. But Bones has a chance to move into the lead here. Your film is Rumble in the Bronx. Is that to be or not to be? To be. Bones, I'm very sorry. That is not on the streaming service, Tubi. So, after four rounds, we have a three-way tie between Bones, Dan, and Nick at two points each. Kron could tie it here in round five. He does have one point. And speaking of round five, we're going there now. Kron, tie for two points. We're talking Arnold Schwarzenegger in round five. Your film... Is stay hungry? Is that to be or not to be? <laughs> I don't even know this movie. <laughs> when did this thing come out? Early in his career. Not allowed. How is that not allowed? I would. <laughs> Frankly, to be. Kron, I am happy to report that you are correct. <laughs> And you are now tied at two with all the other contestants. But we got to see how these final three guesses of the fifth round shake out. Dan, you are on the board, sir. Your Arnold Schwarzenegger film is Junior. Is that to be or not to be? That's been an HBO forever. I'm going to say not to be. Gentlemen, we have a new leader. Dan <laughs> oh, nice. Jr. is not on to be. He is currently <clears throat> leading the field with three points, but Nick and Bones could both tie that score. And Nick, we're coming to you. All right. Is the Arnold Schwarzenegger film Raw Deal to be or not to be? To be. Nick, I am very sorry. Rodney is not on Tubi. Uh, what a bummer. All right. Bones, it comes down to this. If you get it right, you tie with Dan and we go to the first tiebreaker round. Okay. How many tiebreaker rounds are there? I did <laughs> two. Matter, I, did, loser. I did two just in case. Because <laughs> these were 50 50 questions. If you get it wrong, Dan wins outright. Here we go, Bones. Is the early Arnold Schwarzenegger film Hercules in New York to be or not to be? Brantley, thank you for the game. This has been a blast. Dan, if you win, congratulations. I'm happy for you. This Ah. is 50-50. It is what it is. I'm going to say that Hercules in New York is not on to be. Gentlemen, we have a winner in this game, and that is Dan, because unfortunately that is on Tubi. Dan is our winner with a score of three. Well done, gentlemen. I hope you had as much fun playing this game as I had putting it together, because this was a lot of fun. Who were the the tiebreaker actors? Sure thing. Tiebreakers. The first tiebreaker is Bruce Lee. 
Okay. So, uh, and that was actually tough to figure out because there's all this Bruce Lee exploitation where they would do all these body doubles. And mm-hmm. a crap ton of those are on there. So, sorting through to figure out which ones were and weren't was a little difficult because they Isn't say it? Bruce Lee on the covers and everything. Yeah. That's not right. Isn't there like a Bruce Lie? Like a guy that just yeah. like changed a letter? And- <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, they, they used all these lookalikes to make a bunch of martial arts films throughout the rest of the 70s after he had died and everything. But he was going to be the first tiebreaker. And then the tiebreaker in the second round, Keanu Reeves. I mean, the man's made such legendary action movies, but of course, all the Keanu Reeves ones, this was the little, exactly, Lake House, (laughs) Babes in Toyland, My Own Private Idaho, or The Prince of Pennsylvania were going to be the Keanu Reeves (laughs) questions. I was actually going to throw a curveball and not do action films for that one. Um, But there you go, gentlemen. That was to be or not to be. I didn't want to tell you anything about the game before I came on, because I was worried you might kind of start looking through to be and seeing what was or wasn't on there. Um... And I appreciate all of you playing it straight. I didn't see any fingers try to clicky-clack on keyboards and look it up or anything. So that was fun. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, Brantley. Thank you, Brantley. Yeah. You, doing the work for us. <laughs> Dan, you said it out loud, but I was doing the same thing when you said Junior was on HBO. Like, mm. I clocked it. I think, Nick, you had one, too, where I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw that on HBO not too long ago. But, like, we all have, you know, we all do the hour click-through. You know, yeah. so you know it's somewhere, but <clears throat> I feel it was like, a great game, man. I feel yeah. like Bloodsport was on Tubi as recent as like six months ago. It probably was. Yeah, because as, recently, as recently as today, when I checked all of these, it was not, though. <laughs> I, I trust you. I just <laughs> okay. think I know I've seen it on Tubi at some point in my life. There you go. Yeah. I'm surprised um, Rumble in the Bronx isn't. I don't know if that's streaming it's anywhere. What a great H- movie. It's too. HBO right yeah. now. Is it? Oh, uh, it's on HBO. Okay, awesome. And this Rush well, Hour was on there, I think, a few weeks ago. I could have swore I seen oh, it. Oh, wow. There, but no, it, it was might not have been on there today. Else. They might no. have took it off for June, maybe. And I will say Twins is on Tubi, which mm. is why I was hoping would throw someone off if I said Junior instead, uh, which wasn't. But Dan, <clears throat> Dan sniffed that one out to get the victory. So kudos. Good to job, him. dude. Nicely done. Congrats, Thanks, guys. You know, uh, call it a night. Good night. Crash and burn. (laughs) (laughs) Going out on top, motherfuckers. Well, Brantley, thank you for the game. Um, Do we need to take a break before we get into the the final rounds here of the rewind? Or are you guys good? Let's defer to the guests. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I can get, I can go if you guys are ready to go. All right. Well, that moves us to pick number five, our second guest here on the Rewind number nine. Nick, let us have it. Fuck this list up, please. Just give it all you got. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not going to be any earth shattering things like Brantley. I I can tell you that. But I I have it narrowed down to two. And I got to say. One of them is Mad Max Fury Road. And I agree with everything you guys said on your cover of it. Um, I loved that movie when it came out. I saw it twice in theaters. I probably would have given it a five-star rating back in whenever it came out. 2015, I guess. Twenty, Yeah, yeah 2015. Um, I bought the Blu-ray as soon as it came out. The Blu-ray sits on my shelf in its shrink wrap 
to this day. I have just not had any desire to watch that movie since, despite loving every second of it theatrically. The other movie I'm considering is Cliffhanger, because I love that movie. But I know that in spite of my love for that movie, seeing it with a rating over four just doesn't feel right. But you know what? I have to lean back on which movie would I be most likely to throw in on any given day? And the answer is Cliffhanger. And I'm going to raise it a half point. Fuck yeah. Nice move. Oh, thank you. Love that movie. Did you hear they are doing a remake, Nick? Yeah, I was just actually saw an article about that today. A re is it? Um, but he's like involved, right? Stallone is. Yeah, I don't know if he's acting, but or if he's uh, just going to produce or what, or maybe he's in it, but he's not the main character anymore. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, like a yeah. reboot where he's like. Yeah, maybe he'll play the Frank character uh, guys, and like. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, he'll have some weird ass monkey paintings. paintings yeah, yeah. <laughs> nature in reverse. Hell yeah! I hope so. You know, I didn't get this before, but I do now. <laughs> the cults. <laughs> uh, cliffhanger would end up at number five on the big list. So wow, I guess sorry breakdown. Your time Damn. in the top ten was short lived. <laughs> Another cron in the top ten, huh? Hey. You know, Nick, I think that is pretty earth-shattering. I think putting something in the top five is uh, a pretty big move. Yeah. I guess that's a, big, that's a big deal. Yeah. Look at you guys. Now It's going to take months to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, your, your logic of like, well, if I bump this a .5, it going uh, in addition to the average puts it above a four. Yeah. I don't know if... if we talked about this on previous rewinds, but when we were shooting the idea of this and constructing it and talking about where we would put this, I had always wanted the 0.5 to be, and please don't take this as I think we need to change it because this is what it is now. I was always trying to treat it as like, oh, I'm using my 0.5 to bump up one particular person's score Mm. to adjust the average that way. So, like, early on, me talking about, like, Batman Forever, like, fuck, it needs a .5 because I think you gave it too low. And it going against the overall average bumped it super high. And it actually took me a little bit to get that feel because my logic was always, like, I'm trying to bump dance, you know, prey score up .5 or whatever, not the total average. But, you know the checks and balances of the system are there. And I think the letterbox thing has definitely helped. It's definitely adjust the ranking, but it, it took me a little bit to break that too, because I might love something that's in the top five, but it's number might be just a hair, what I would actually give it, but the system is what it is. So I'm sure in some of those early episodes where they were yelling at me, I was trying to convey, like, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, but. I mean, I I will say for Cliffhanger, like, I'm never going to be mad about seeing a Lithgow move into the top five. So uh, (laughs) I'm totally cool with this move. And 
I do. I really love the setup for Cliffhanger, where like the opening is just a. Like, hey, this girl has never gone rock climbing before. Let's put her on <laughs> Death Summit and see how she pans out. She would have never made it that high. Well, I wanted to, and neither would have that lady who had no business being up there. I mean. All right. N- with the number five pick, Nick takes cliffhanger all the way up to the number five spot both our guests have uh made their way into the top five tonight here with tremors with brantley we got unhinged now at two we got prince of darkness at three running man at four and cliffhanger coming in at five just hanging on i believe that goes back to me with the sixth pick if i'm correct are we ready, gentlemen? Ready when Let's you are, it. buddy. Gentlemen, my wife has XM radio. And uh, we oh, Brewster's use... millions over there at the Laundry <laughs> yeah, Dan yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're fucking rich. Okay. <laughs> um, and the other day I got into the car to drive it and I heard a Trace Atkins song. And I said, huh, Trace Atkins. And that made me think of number 29 on our list. I said, man, that it was a really good fucking movie. I'm going to take a point five to old Henry, gentlemen, because I think it deserves it. I think it's a good movie. Uh, good performances. And I think about it often. I'm glad I picked it. All right, that would move Old Henry up to position 11 on the big list. Nice. Breakdown getting bumped down one more. Ooh, oh, boy, yeah. That. Yeah, what a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, have you seen Old Henry? I actually haven't, no. Yeah, same here. I think Breakdown's a better movie than Old Henry, <laughs> but what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, Cron, you did rate it the lowest of all of us, so... The people, the people like old Henry more, right? I mean, that's the that's true. Defining that's factor that, so yeah, I I would imagine person. that's a smaller grouping of people, though. So, you know, if a hundred people rate old Henry a four, that mm-hmm. could be like a larger percentage of the total populace rating the movie. Whereas breakdown might be more seen, have more of a, you know, all over the place mm-hmm. kind of rating. Yeah, thank you for the uh, accounting average lesson there, huh? Beautiful. That's cool, cool. <laughs> gentlemen. That came, that came out a lot nastier than I uh, meant it to. <laughs> I was trying to reference the game where you kept saying "law of averages." Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I get it. People hate me. I get Fuck it. No, you're you're the favorite. <laughs> You ate, yeah, man. You hate season, old Henry. Season one standout, dude. Mm-hmm. And where would this podcast be without your amazing Excel spreadsheet work here? It'd be a fucking mess. It'd be post-its exactly. all over my desk and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even look at this stuff. But yeah, that's my pick, guys. Old Henry. Uh, Nick Brantley. Check it out. It's a, it's a good movie. 
I'm not sure. I don't think it's on Tubi, but uh, (laughs) Showtime, maybe? I don't. I'll seek it out. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I would say watch it with your dad. They'd like that stuff. Yeah. Okay. If we could do Dad Westerns horror drafts, which isn't horror at all, Old Henry would be there. Old Henry Mm. and Cliffhanger, dude. That's a dad double feature. It's a fucking dad weekend right there. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's a Sunday morning after partying a little too hard, Dad, uh, hangover day there, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Had a little too much scotch, son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. With number six, it's me. I took old Henry. I gave it a point five because it fucking deserves it. And that would go to number seven, Cron Howard. Let us have it. All right, boys. Uh... There are a few things I could do based on the way that this game has gone to this point. Um, could move up Prince of Darkness easily. Get that at number one. Could undo the negative 0.5 to Big Trouble. Could move Breakdown up by 0.5. But guys, really the only move that I had considered doing uh, leading into this was what I'm about to do now, which is none of those things. Uh... This is a move that I think will not bother anyone at all because it pertains to the very bottom of the list. (laughs) Um, But we watched this movie together. Is it a good movie? No, not really. Uh, Does it have a big hot dog? And do we say crash and burn every single episode? (laughs) We sure do. Uh, I think the movie, let's see, where is this? Uh, Robot Jocks is currently 93 out of 104 (laughs) on our big list. Um, I'm not going to argue that it's a great movie, but I do think it deserves to be higher than it is right now. And that's where I'm putting my last 0.5 of this round. I like it. Yep. Crash and burn. (laughs) That is where that's from. Yep. Yeah, I came across the novelization uh, of that movie not that long ago. Have you started reading it? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one of these days I'll get around to it. It's amazing how Five Day Rentals finds you, Branley. Up there in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Between the DVD for Blacktop and the Robot Jocks novelization, I've I've come across some... (laughs) 5DR stuff in the wild pretty recently, yeah. Uh, Robot Jocks would move up to 83 on the big list. Honestly, I do think a more fair placement for the film. I agree. I think that is fair. Great hot dog. Mm -hmm. Great. Huge, massive hot dog in that movie. It is. really is. (laughs) Could feed a family of seven with this thing. All right. Well, that's Cron Howard with the seventh pick, moving Robot Jocks up by 0.5. Bones, it all comes down to you, the winner of this round, this very extended round, a chance for more points, which I failed on. And, of course, you've uh, succeeded. So let's hear it. What do you got? I was going to correct something from very early on apologies for the dog um very early on in the podcast still getting still getting a feel for 
utilizing the full potential of the rating system. But something happened today, and I I can't abide it. We got to correct the big trouble. We got to square that back up and lock that yeah. back away. So it wow. it's it. This is bullshit. You did, you did the right thing, Bones. <laughs> now, on how many of your rewinds has a movie gotten both of its moves done in mm. that same episode? I'd say three. Uh, I think okay. Unhinged Long, had it. Lawnmower okay, Unhinged. Greasy Strangler. Well, I think there was Lawnmower Man and uh, Tales from the Crypt because Dan and well, I basically did the exact same thing. Is your question somebody took it away and then added back, or is or just that your any question, any two moves? Uh, like like a, a movie on the list got both of its moves used in the same episode, whether they were up or down or a mix of the two or what? So unhinged, we had Demon Knight, Lawnmower uh, Man. Was that? Yeah, all in the same app. Yep, Greasy Strangler. Hmm. I don't know. I can't see the bottom of the list. Monster Dog, or did I move that up with? You just moved it up, I think. Probably Batman Forever, because I think Bones put a point in, and then one of us took it at least five. I think I made it point five. Took one. I thought I Hmm. saved it to the end and put one into it, and then the next round you guys put. You guys took it down. That could be. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Just so curious. Yeah, it ha- it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's nice to witness that history, you know, be be here to in person to see it happen. Big Trouble in Little China would be restored to the top 10, ending at position number seven on the big list. Guys, that wow. is... The concluding rewind for season one of the five day rentals. I think real quick we just run through. I don't. What do you think? Top twenty five of these. Sure. All right. Let them have it, Ron. Top twenty five of the big list for five day rentals, as decided by me, Cron, Bones, Laundry Dan, Brantley, and Nick from the Five Day Rentals podcast. Here we go. Number one, Tremors. Two, Unhinged. Three, Prince of Darkness. Four, Running Man. Five, Cliffhanger. Six, Apocalypto. Seven, Big Trouble in a Little China. Eight, Extreme Prejudice. Nine, Amsterdam. Ten, Maniac Cop 2. Eleven, Rad. Twelve, Old Henry. Thirteen, Breakdown. Fourteen, Raising Cain. Fifteen, Dead Heat. 16, Mad God, 17, Phantom of the Paradise, 18, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, 19, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, 20, Upgrade, 21, Prey, 22, Highlander, 23, The Lawnmower Man, 24, Livewire, and Bones, 25, Batman Forever. (laughs) That's a solid list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should be proud of yourselves. This, at this season has been fantastic, and you put together a hell of a big list. Thank you, sir. Yeah, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Brantley, the question is, should we start another list for season two? I was just going to ask you how that would work, yeah. Or do you do you come back on the first rewind of next season and still have the opportunity to change some of these? 
I don't know. I could see it going. Yeah. If we do season two as long as we did season one, I could see an argument for a new big list. But I don't know if we just keep adding, like, you know, rank 200 some movies instead of 100. I don't know. <laughs> I go back Yeah, I think the question will become, like, at what point does the list get too unwieldy where... You know, you're searching for something at number 227, and you're like, what's the point of even moving this uh, kind of thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, IMDb has a top 250. Should Five Day Rentals have their top 250? I don't know. I could could see the merits of both, you know, having a whole new list for the second season, and then maybe your end of the year uh, rewind... You know, you do that, and then once that's done, you kind of compare among the two seasons, and then you figure out, you know, what would be where sort of thing. I don't know. A big um, tournament of champions. Yeah. 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 The top 32 movies from either uh, season or the top 64 or something like that. Sure. You know, or the top 32 from each or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could we- work. We could do like another masturbatory giant crossover where everybody drafts from each season. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That's that would, cool. That, that would, would be re- fun. Require more than the three of us to have watched every single one of these movies, <laughs> <laughs> which is a huge ask. I mean, yeah, yeah. This whole watch along thing is is uh, kind of a bummer. Now I understand why there's fucking podcasts that just talk about Jurassic Park. And uh, <laughs> fucking die hard. Yeah, they figured it out. Maybe in season two, we'll just do every minute of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> we'll become one of those podcasts. I'm you sure you're going to have it, a category for it. Yeah, I was going to say you should do that, but it shouldn't be something amazing like Jurassic Park. It should be unhinged, the unhinged minute where you break down every minute of that and Russell Crowe's amazing performance. Hey, we got to do something once Thunder in Paradise is done. <laughs> no, we don't. We can take a vacation. Dan, you you just recommended another show like <laughs> two did. days ago. And you told me that information and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Dan, Dan recommended, I mean, a show from the 90s, but I think it's eight seasons. He said, oh, Jesus. I don't like, think I'm out. do that. I'm out. Yeah. What? Oh, maybe you don't want to say on air, but yeah, <laughs> silk stockings. All right, oh, bleep that bones. We might. <laughs> yeah, we might actually One do season. that. It's a behind yeah. the scene. All right, guys, are you ready for a palate cleanser? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. A huge thank you for taking time to come revisit the list with us. Well, thank you, podcast yeah, family. You. All right. I did. It was my turn for a game. When I found out that you two were coming on, I thought, I got to scrap this. But in looking back at our categories and trying to find inspiration, I was inspired by Dan's category of direction erection, where we covered the films of Walter Hill. And I thought, what would be a fun little tag team game? So I have come up with the direction erection quiz. Now, this is how it's going to work. You guys are going to pair off to start. uh, Nick, I'm going to ask you to pick a number, one or two. 
One. All right, Nick, you will be teamed up with Kron. Brantley, you will be teamed up with Dan. Now, let's it. do it. Behind the scenes, I will be texting a director's name to Dan and Kron. Their objective is to get you, their teammate, to name said director. But oh, you boy. cannot, you cannot list a movie that they have directed. And you can't use any sort of rhymes with blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Okay. Can I, I feel the pressure already. Yep. Jesus. Can, I, can I say, like, this guy worked with this actor or actress? I think I am going to allow that because some of this, there's, I thought about this and there's going to be some carryover. So uh, you will get two attempts to guess. If you do not get it, the next team gets one opportunity to steal. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Sure. So these rounds timed? Like, do I have to, do we have to guess within like a minute or two? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the, uh, my internal clock. (laughs) Okay. Okay. For the sake of, uh, a a sport here. Sure. Okay. So for practice, uh, Dan, you selected. So Kron, would you guys like to go first or second? I say we go second and see how this works. Okay. Good Quick call. question. Good On the call. steal, do the teammates have a chance to confer to each other quickly before making an individual guess? That's Elaborate question. the question. I'm not sure I follow. Can we so discuss? When it comes, if, if the opportunity to steal comes about, can the two members on the team kind of talk it through and be like, oh, I think it's this person. Oh, are you sure? Because it could be this person before they come to a final. Because they only have one chance before they come to a final choice. Yes. So let's say okay. uh, opposite team, Nick does not get it in two guesses. Mm-hmm. Dan is then given the opportunity to give you one more clue to then get it. Okay. okay. Does that work? Okay. I see. All right. Cron, uh, you said you guys are going to go second. That's correct. So you're going to do the test run, okay? Now, okay. Uh, for clarification, these are American directors, okay? Got it. But for the sake of this example, you guys got your phones? I got mine. Okay. This is just a test run. They're all American for every round? Yes. Okay. With the exception of this example. So, Kron, has got it. So, I can basically just make a statement, and then Nick has to guess. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, this director has some of the current, like, biggest budgets available and has worked in both sci-fi and comic book movies. Oh, shit. Um, and isn't American. No, is American. This, oh, is. Well, th- he is not. Oh, shit. Okay, this is just an example. This yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I purposely chose one that wasn't American so I could. But sci-fi and comic book movies, big budgets, not American. Oh, I think I know. All right, I'm going to need a guess. Yeah, I don't... Uh, comic book movies? Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. 
Crown, you want to try again? Another sentence? Uh, yeah. He has a movie coming out this summer uh, that is all about a massive scientific invention. Oh, um, Christopher Nolan. That's it. So then, for example, if you guys did not get it, Dan, you would get the opportunity to say another sentence. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I assumed was going to happen. Yeah. Nice. It was either him or the only other one I was thinking was maybe Taika Waititi. But but the second clue kind of confirmed, oh, okay, it's Nolan. I guess is that okay? Like, if I... I'm not saying the title of the movie, but I am describing here's what an upcoming movie or a previous movie is. I would say it's okay. I would say we, it's okay. Can we quote a line from the movie? I would say no. No? You can try, yeah, uh-huh. you, can, you can describe the movie. But a musical cue like bong is appropriate. Yeah, because I, I would say that that's like more score and sort of like ingrained in them maybe okay all right does anybody else want to challenge that well i'm just there's some very you know known scores so you know yeah i was gonna say i can't imagine like another score based thing would come up but i guess we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get there maybe (laughs) i mean i feel like movie descriptions too could get pretty specific and we'd have to like for instance if you said like he made three movies about a man who crossed with some flying creature? Mm, mm-hmm. I would. Uh, Maybe you can't give the plot, but you could, like I did, say it's a movie coming out, you know, this summer. Yeah. Damn. Apparently, I should have gone first. <laughs> Your game was so much better. <laughs> well, this one, I feel like there's more pressure. I mean, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just asking questions because the pressure is. Yeah. Uh, I feel. Yeah. I feel so on the spot. Stupid. Yeah. If I get it wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I but would, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I like this. I would say don't, you cannot get too specific to a plot, but you can talk about like uh, style, technique, things like that. We talked about like you can use actors. Okay. Okay. So. Got it. Okay. Right. I like it. I'm All ready. Right. Dan, you ready? Yes, sir. Sending over now. All right. First clue here, Brantley. Hey, wait. Just one second. I'm not going to look at this, but you should send these separately in case we have the chance to steal, right? No, no. The whole point is you can potentially steal because you're you're thinking based on his. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, this director, he walked in to a pitch and just simply put an S at the end of a title. That would be Mr. James Cameron. That's one point for Dan and Brantley. Good job. Good one. That's a good clue. Although, didn't he put an S and then didn't he also do some money signs, apparently? (laughs) It was as, as the rumor goes, at least. The legend. All right, Kron. Uh, 
Uh, all right. This guy made some of the most technically amazing movies of any time period and died before his last movie premiered. Uh, my first guess would be Stanley Kubrick. That is correct. One point. Okay. Kyle and Nick. Cool. I, th- that's what immediately popped into my head, but then I questioned, oh, wait, he is American, right? Because he lived in He lived in England for, so for like long. his whole life. I know. Yeah, I just had the yeah. exact same thought. No, he's, he's like from New York, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Dan, coming your way. This director is married to an SNL alum. I'm drawing a blank on that one. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Nope. I do have a guess. Paul Thomas Anderson. That is correct. Nice. All right. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah, my Rita. Okay. I hope this is. Suck it, Kron. Hope this is interesting to the listener. (laughs) Kron. Yes, I hope so. Here it comes. Uh, this director's last movie came out on Netflix, was in black and white, and maybe had the most mixed reaction of any of his films. Was in black and white, came out on Netflix. Black and white, came out on Netflix. Um... Shit. The black and white thing is throwing me, so I'm going to have to get another clue, I think. All right. Uh, His breakout quasi-horror movie had Brad Pitt and Kevin Spacey. Oh, David Fincher. Is that correct, Bones? That, that is, is correct. correct. Sorry. What was okay. his? I, was, uh, I figured. I, yeah. What was the uh, black? Yeah. Mank? Mank. Mank. Oh my God! Of course. Mank. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Right. 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 That yeah, really threw that me. The black and white the, thing. I should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaks to the cultural significance of some of these Netflix movies, even their big budget <laughs> Come ones. Come and go. That's where his next <laughs> one's yeah. coming too. I mean, mm-hmm. I watched it, and I was like, I had a hard time. The killer. What it was. Maybe I should have. Just tried to describe anything but Mank. I mean, it's <laughs> not been the way to go. <laughs> All right, Dan, you have it. This director. Let me see. Where can I go here? Um, 
made a household name out of Jeremy Renner. A household name out of Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I mean, and I can guess incorrect, and he can do another one, right? Yes. Okay. Fuck. Um... Give you five more seconds. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not pulling anything. Sorry, Dan. I'm gonna need a second clue. All right. This director may have learned some craft from one of the previous questions. Fuck me. Um, Jesus, I'm not pulling it. I think I know the the movie you're referring to, but I'm I'm not pulling the director on it. Um, Ten seconds. I know this is not right because I think he directed a different one. I'm just going to say Joss Whedon because I can't think of fucking anyone else. That is incorrect. Kronk, opportunity to steal. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Unlike a lot of this director's uh, most recent work, one of the biggest things they've done involves surfing. Involves surfing. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, Catherine Bigelow. That is correct. Gosh, Catherine Bigelow. Damn it. That was a tough one. I was thinking the first Avengers movie made him a... The Jeremy Renner um, thing. And I was yeah, thinking Ben Affleck because of the town. I couldn't remember that he had that other... Right. Hurt Locker. Oh, um, yeah, and I know it won Best Picture, but I don't... And I know it did decently well, but I was thinking the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, and I couldn't pull the director. After five Sorry. rounds... Kyle and Nick are in the lead. Three to two. Fucking hell. All right. Rigged. Kyle, Nick, we stay with you. I am typing as we speak. Sorry, listener. I hope this is fun for you guys. As this is, is great. stressful. <laughs> Very it stressful. Is, it is stressful. It is yeah. so stressful. And I feel like I've now let Dan down because I got oh, the first fine. question wrong. I was <sighs> just trying to make it to where I didn't say her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you've said he in other ones, and like yeah. he has come up in others. I don't. I, I guess I don't know why that wouldn't be allowed. You could say uh, she directed the movie that the Fast and the Furious rips off, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, this director, who I believe is now retired has made a trilogy of Vegas heist movies. Uh, Steven Soderbergh. That is correct. He's still making movies, Cron. 
I thought he's he's retired like six like, times. So yeah, yeah, it's hard to keep up with if he's retired or not. To be honest, <laughs> but I believe the last thing he said he's done. So all right, we're coming back to Dan and Brantley. This director has used the actor Johnny Depp many, many times. I immediately am going to guess Tim Burton. Tim Burton is correct. All right. Kron coming your way. Nick, hope you're ready. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, this director made an extremely significant impact on sci-fi and has continued to complain and re-edit his movies ever since. Uh, first guess will be George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas is correct. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking now that nice. I should have got your guys' numbers so we could have switched halfway. Because I'm thinking, like, oh, we're just putting a shit ton of pressure on you two. <laughs> I would feel pressure. more pressure making the questions, too, to be honest. Yeah. There's pressure to describe. Yeah. That, that, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. May I ask how many more rounds are left? Apologies. Bonus? I have 20 total. We are halfway. Okay. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I just need to know how much opportunity I have to make up or Nick to screw up or whatever. This would be round number nine. All right. It's me, right? Yes. Yeah, it's you. This director um, just remodeled a theater out in LA that everybody is always going to. I believe that is Mr. Quentin Tarantino, and the theater is the new Beverly. That is correct. Did he just remodel it? I know he's owned it for a while. I didn't realize they remodeled. I thought they remodeled it whenever he bought it, right? Yeah, but wasn't that a while ago? Yeah, that was quite a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been open that long? Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. He owned the building even before that. Fill in. Yeah. Greg, let us know. Kron, you have your clue. Uh, made some of the most successful gangster movies of all time and now makes wine uh francis ford coppola (laughs) francis ford coppola is correct (laughs) he's working on a movie I, I love how Kron always sneaks like a second kind of clue <laughs> in with the first one. You can, throw an, you can throw an and in there. <laughs> yeah, the, no, the wine was the, was the giveaway, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Dan. This director is always on the sidelines of the New York Knicks games. That would be, I believe, Mr. Spike Lee. Spike Lee is correct. 
I like how some of the best clues are ones having nothing to do <laughs> I know. with their filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly considered like you can't do anything clue wise that way and you just run into something where like I don't I don't know anything about Spike Lee's personal life, you know. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Kron, it's back to you and Nick. Uh This director has had a very up and down career and he's modeled a lot of his work from Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, first guess would be Brian De Palma. That is correct. Okay. You guys are pretty good Sweet. at this. Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks. These guys know movies. <laughs> you guys go to film school or something? <laughs> After 12 rounds, Kron and Nick, you have seven points. Dan Brantley, you have five. Damn. Dan, you are up. I'm typing. I know. See, this it was the steal that killed us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That put him up by two. This director This is a tough one I'm gonna need something His Very first venture Into film Had to do with big rigs Um I don't think I have the filmography of this director correct, but I'm going to guess William Friedkin just for the time being. That is incorrect. Okay. This director created the summer blockbuster. Oh, okay. It's Steven Spielberg. Sorry. That is correct. I should have gotten that sooner. That's on me. I think what was throwing me was that Duel was a TV movie, even yeah. though I know it eventually got released in theaters, and I think that's why I was thinking Sorcerer and Friedkin, even though I was pretty sure that came later. And yeah, I was if we had a chance to steal, I was gonna say this guy was born an Amblin man. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Kron, you can have you do your that? Clue. Can you name the studio or company they created? <laughs> I don't know, but that was that was smart. <laughs> Come on, that was, yeah, that uh, was good. really that was solid, man. <laughs> yeah, you could say his dreams are really working. <laughs> um, probably considered the master of body horror, and was David Cronenberg. Yep, that is correct. <laughs> but he's Canadian, I believe. That's true. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Probably get a bonus point, I guess. Uh, yeah, the, that is school <laughs> and the game. <clears throat> Apologies. Uh, shit. Well, it was irresponsible of me to guess, actually. But nope, it just seemed it. like it was. <laughs> well, the uh, list that I looked at was incorrect. 
Is he Canadian? I actually don't know, though. No, is I'm he? Pretty sure he's he Canadian. I, th- I you're think right. you're right, yeah. but okay. I yeah. wish. He, ma- he made, like, his first, I don't know, three or four movies up there, right? So, yeah. like, Rabbit was Canadian. and yeah. A Rabbit, yeah, of course. Yeah, Rabbit was... Well, he had one before Rabbit, Shivers. right? I think so, Shivers. but I can't remember. Yeah, what it is. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have the next director. All right, Brantley. Uh... This director also directed a TV show which was just as popular as his movies. Oh, Jesus. I feel like that could be a lot of people. Um, I'm just going to say Martin Scorsese for the time being. That is incorrect. Okay. <sighs> Fuck. This... This director... I don't know if I could say this. Spit it out, buddy. (laughs) This is a tough fuck. This director's version. I can't say that shit. Five seconds. This. (laughs) I can't say that. I don't, I don't know. I'll see what Kron has. Kron, it goes to you, buddy. Oh, oh hey, oh. I'm sorry. Do I get a chance to do a second uh, sh- guess? Sure. Sure. Okay. I'll give you 10 seconds. Fuck. Um, the Coen brothers. That is incorrect. Damn it. All right. Uh, an extremely head trippy director his tv show and movie share a title that's two clues uh, that's two said and <laughs> <laughs> compound sentence dude does it does it count could i guess i i well i don't have a guess anyway so hang on um tv show can i steal it back no <laughs> it's because uh, now I know. Ed Trippy director, huh? Um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm embarrassed. Uh, Five seconds. TV show. Yeah, I don't know. The answer is David Lynch. Yeah. I'm oh. Disappointed. I didn't pull that. Yeah. Okay. You're fine, Bradley. I couldn't think of anything else without giving. A title away of his yeah. one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Kron, this is to you. Um, has a new movie coming out very soon, and is a very distinctively visual director. 
New movie coming out very soon. Uh... Oh, Wes Anderson. That is correct. Guys, we have four more rounds left. We have one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven. Dan. We're, we're down by three. Dan and Brantley, you have seven. Mm-hmm. Kyle and Nick, I have you at eight. What? Uh, yeah, because one was was missed. So, well, if they missed oh, one oh, and oh. we stole it, we should be up by two, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they would have not gotten one. I missed. I've missed two now, and they stole one of them. Yeah, but they, you didn't seven. get the one that you didn't that you tried to steal. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for Dan and Brantley. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for Kyle and Nick. Mm. Seems a little weird. You're factoring in the stolen point as well? Yes. Huh. Okay, I thought they were up two earlier. We were. Unless I put it in the... Yeah, because they stole... We stole Bigelow, and they would have not gotten a point for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've gotten every point that, like, every director that has come to us. So no one got Lynch, but Nick and I got every director on our side. Oh, you know what it was? I did not, I I went to put in the Cronenberg one, and I didn't put it because of the Canadian thing. Oh. That's what it is. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, apologies for not paying attention while you were listening. I was counting the whole time. Okay. So is it seven to nine or it seven is, to ten? It is one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. I didn't put a counter at the bottom of this. Sorry. It is. Okay. Uh, nine to six. Oh, nine to six. Okay, that makes more sense. Sixty-nine. Oh. Sup? <sighs> Hell yeah! Sup? Sup, dude? Sixty-nine. Dan, are you ready? Sup. Sup. This director made the Catholic Church very nervous. Now I believe it is finally Martin Scorsese. That is incorrect. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> on this next clue, Dan, sneak an and on it so you can get two clues in on it. All right. <laughs> oh, I think it's I just might smart know. gameplay, baby. <laughs> this director. Made of one of the best big rig movies ever. I feel like that could be so many big rig movies. (sighs) Think about the first clue. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm trying to think of anyone else besides Scorsese with Last Temptation of Christ who made the Catholic Church so nervous <sighs> fuck me 
10 seconds. I'm, I, I, the, I'm going to go back to one I guessed before with Sorcerer and William Friedkin. Yes! That is correct. Oh, yes, thank fucking God. So the yes! Exorcist, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, nice. Woo! Wow. Oh, boy. All right. Woo! Thank God. Edge of your seat thriller. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, boy. I'm glad I could come around and close that All loop right. with uh, Billy Friedkin there. <sighs> that puts it seven to nine. Three more rounds left. Kron, this is your play. One of the most prolific horror movies, horror directors of all time. That's uh, cool. John Carpenter. Cut, cut it off there. No, Abby. John Carpenter is correct. We don't even need the A and Brantley. All the easy ones. You have to get this one. <laughs> Fuck. It's random. All right. Dan, I'm going to need a clue. These directors really love Cormac McCarthy. I'm going to allow it. (laughs) Uh, I am going to go with uh, the Coen brothers. That is correct. I'll again circle the loop. (laughs) Could have ended at these directors. So, <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's, I can think of a few. There's the Wachowskis. two of them. I had to say it. Yeah, the Wachowski siblings. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a few others. The, the Daniels, Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got the Radio Silence and. Oh right, Radio Silence. Like yeah. Yeah, it's like a whole team, whatever. But. Okay. All right. We need a miracle here. All right. Here we go. Cheers <clears throat> to lose. guy had a very famous radio broadcast that made people extremely nervous um wells <laughs> that's hp wells not or sorry orson wells <laughs> was technically his first one and he got it on a second so yeah. we're gonna yeah. count it orson wells oh, is correct gosh. Yeah. Stiff competition, guys. guys. Uh, good game. Good game. Good game. Fuck. That is eleven to eight. It's pretty damn close. Especially with the. Oh, so there was. I mean, there was no way to win it at the end for us on in that last yeah. round. Even if they missed and we stole, it would have been eleven to ten. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna give you guys the win. <laughs> You should. Rigged as hell, dude. Nick threatened me. <laughs> Nick threatened you? Yeah, Nick just texted. I don't know how Nick got my number, but. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a picture of my mom. <laughs> Guys, that was Direction Erection. Apologies. 
uh, I had to mute several times there because of my dogs. So uh, thank you for playing. I hope that was entertaining. Thank you. It was. Great. Wait. Yeah, that was fun. Which radio broadcast was it? Why am I... It was War of the Worlds. Oh, so that is H.G. Yeah. Wells' that's, story. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's where yeah. you pulled the H.G. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Wells, Wells did the radio thing, right? Where he Orson Wells did read it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. That is very confusing. Cool. And so, Okay. He pulled both of them, so we'll give you another point. Yeah. I hope, oh, I hope nice. that's inter- entertaining to the listener. I had thought about like maybe adding in the name like when I drop it, like editing in, but I think it might be fun for the listener to try to guess and play along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I look fun. forward to people telling me that my math is wrong and I gave you more time <laughs> than this person or whatever. But yeah. thanks for playing, guys. Matter. Thank you. Yeah. Do you, Do you also look forward to cutting out the long periods of silence as we think about clues and the answer and everything? <laughs> well, no, because I want people to <laughs> drive angry because they're like, it's fucking it's William fucking Friedkin. Venture, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was uh... Jeopardy music? Just add that in. Yeah. There what was go. that drunk clip of Orson Welles? Oh, <laughs> oh the French. Like the, oh, that yeah. whatever liquor that he's selling. Yeah. 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 Was it a so liquor good. or a wine? It was a, it was a champagne, I think. Like a oh, was it? Or something. Yeah. 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 God, that's a just, good clip. Is he just going to come in? Yeah. <laughs> Does he say, like, <laughs> oh, they out? He doesn't do anything? <laughs> yeah. Action, Orson. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, yeah, ladies great. and gentlemen, that's all we have for the rewind. I mean, we had two games. We had uh, the list was shaken up sh- tonight for sure uh, to be talked about for months on end here on the Five Day Rentals podcast. Uh, the rewind number nine officially wraps up season one. Uh, just want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. We want to thank our Find friends that we've met along the way, Brantley and Nick included with the horror drafts. Uh, guys, tell them where they can find you. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're horror drafts on Instagram, and I guess we're technically still on Twitter. Um, it's either horror drafts or horror drafts pod on either one, and we're not really on Twitter though, but that's where you can find us. And you know, just search horror drafts and whatever podcast platform you use and you can listen to us draft uh, a topic that is brought to us by our guest each episode and sometimes it's wonderful guests like the gentleman from five day rentals uh we've had episodes in which all three of them were on with us and we drafted a mega 80s draft or they would come on in their respective individual uh guest appearances and do things like animal attack films or horror remakes or bones is very uh uh form bending uh episode where we um took a story he had worked on a uh different type of horror draft so to speak and and we helped him uh you know work on different things to punch up the story basically uh, i'm sorry this is a very long-winded plug no. but uh that's what uh that's the kind of stuff we do and if you are interested in that um you can check us out thanks for having us on guys thank you thank you so much and congratulations on season 1 I feel honored yeah. to be part of part of the season and especially part of the final episode, the rewind. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure having you guys. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. Yeah. It only took us two years to get through one season. So, <laughs> yeah. Here's to many more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I imagine you guys 
you'll be on season two. Don't worry. We'll get you in there. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I look forward to it. (laughs) But until then, folks, next week we have a five-star banger coming up. Bones, tell them what it is. Oh, man. We're going to L.A. post-war. L.A. confidential, baby. I was going to say something else, and it was much dirtier. So, uh, uh, a movie I absolutely love, I think, is fucking flawless. I can't wait to talk about it. I just rewatched it again uh, before prepping the notes. I would say anticipate a different uh, sort of breakdown with L.A. Confidential. It's a little too dense for the standard five-day rentals method. Uh, and also there's a lot of problematic stuff in there that we probably need to skip over and be brought about. So, uh, Kevin Spacey would do something problematic. (laughs) We got a lot to talk about. Say it isn't so. Yeah. Uh, it's such a fucking bummer how awesome he is in the movie. Uh, that's all I thought about every time he was on screen. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully you haven't, or I would hope everybody's already seen Curtis Hansen's amazing adaptation. Um, but yeah, come back. And then after that, dudes, before we take a little month-long break, we got an episode of Thunder in Paradise. Yes. Check your feeds. Uh, also, I think in the middle of that break, we will be dropping uh, you want to, uh, an appearance of ours on uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Philly. George has been kind enough to let us take something from behind the paywall and we'll be releasing the episode where we acted as the judges in a legal thriller. Um, It was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. So at us. Yeah. When you're you're mad with our rulings. Rate and review as usual. I will be dropping what the new category is and the film that is going to be covered on the premiere of season two sometime in July. So my co-hosts are just finding out about this right now. So they will be surprised as well whenever I do upload that to the feed. So uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, all the support. We love each and every one of you, especially if you have, well, we won't say that. Um, Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Hey, (laughs) crash and burn a little higher than it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Crash Crash and burn. burn. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Reynolds Podcast. We just wrapped up the final review of Season 1, and we thought this might be a good time to maybe talk about some recent discoveries, maybe some recommendations uh, outside of Five Day Reynolds stuff. We kind of know the lane that we stick to, but we do actually like movies, so this might be a good shot to kind of talk about some stuff we've seen that uh, might not necessarily fall into the Five Day Reynolds canon, so... Um, I don't know. Dan, lead us off. Why am I signed out of my account? What the fuck? All right. <laughs> Bones, lead us off. <laughs> <Move on. laughs> 
No, I, I want Dan to go first. This was his idea initially. So. I know. Hold on. Let me log back into Letterboxd here. All right, guys. I'll lead us off. Uh, <laughs> some recent movies that I've seen that I liked very, very much. Uh, just yesterday, actually, I watched Eastern Promises from Cronenberg. Had never movie. seen it before. Thought it was excellent. Um, just kind of a cool crime thing. I do think the end like very very slightly falls apart for me just the way some of the characters go but um i don't know it's a fun ride start to finish i'm glad i finally got to see this one it was definitely like a a missing section of the cronenberg canon for me so very glad i caught up with that one um and then i will also say i covered this on my episode of horror drafts which was all animal attack related uh, but I watched a movie called A Long Weekend that um, I just thought was excellent. Like, have continued to think about it since I watched it. Would recommend anybody see it. Um, it's a really cool horror movie. It gets very kind of uh, trippy and weird by the end of it. And then the last thing I'll add is um, the Suspense is Killing Us podcast on their Patreon just covered Ed Wood. And they had such good things to say about it. I have seen this movie before, but I have only watched it once, maybe when I was like freshman year of high school. So very much looking forward to seeing Ed Wood again. That's what I got. Easily my favorite, Tim Burton. Same. Yep. And and Eastern Promise is absolutely so good. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Yep. I haven't seen that in ages. I think I got to rewatch it because I loved that movie. I think I last saw it. Our senior year of college, actually, yeah, we saw it. I mean, I think it came out in a way. Yeah, so and that's I when I last saw it. That, that makes sense. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I feel like it has kind of been uh, not really available on streaming, but it is on Max right now. If you have that, oh, so oh cool, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that one-two punch of History of Violence yep. and uh, Eastern Promises with the Cronenberg Mortensen team up there is great. so good. Yeah, I think both of them are really good, but Eastern Promises is my favorite of those two. I need to revisit History of Violence because it did not hit for me uh, not on the a first watch. Whereas Eastern either. Eastern Promises, I mm. thought was awesome. Yeah, it was the same way. Right. Yeah. I feel like History of mm. Violence, the first forty-five minutes are awesome, and the last forty-five minutes are nowhere near as good. So, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that one I'm probably due for a rewatch too. So, yeah, it's I been remember a long enjoying it quite time. a bit when it came out in 06, Yeah. Uh, the scene with um, at the end though is is incredible with um yeah with William yeah Hurt. thank you yes yeah. he's amazing yeah. so yeah yeah cool all right, all right. Nick so, me tell us what you got um so I don't have anything that I like recently discovered but uh, maybe rediscovered I uh, I was. I guess there's an old fan theory that it was new to me um, that I was reading about and watched some videos on um, about the Matrix movies and about how Agent Smith is actually the one. Um, if you break it down, um, so it's an interesting theory. I don't think it applies if you look at just the first one, but if you look at it as, you know, a trilogy, basically, um, really interesting. And it sparked me and my wife to rewatch all four Matrix movies. And I got to say, unpopular opinion. I mean, obviously the first one's a masterpiece. I really like them all. Um, say what you will about the sequels. I think they're going to be reevaluated someday. The Matrix reevaluated. 
There you go. Um, I really do. I think I think two, three, and four are gonna have their day in the sun eventually. But yeah, maybe it's nostalgia. But um, I really like them. I was gonna say, is All this right. like uh, the Shining with you? Or are you just gonna you gonna go with it? Yeah, with the theory. With yeah. um, yeah. All right. I might. Had you what? seen four before? Like when yeah, it yeah. came out? Okay. Yeah, back when it first came out. Um, and I liked it then, too. I, I know I was in the minority, but I, I I mean, it was obviously very, very different. But I I, I really liked what it did. Right, I still haven't seen it. I, I need to watch it. Four was a rough one for me. Like, I kind of... <laughs> I, I like some of the ideas that are in it, um, but I don't know. It's a... To me, it's a real mixed bag, um, but... I, I remember liking like the first twenty minutes, like all right, okay, and then it kind of darts off, and I'm like, ah. Oh. I can totally see why it's off-putting for like so many people, um, but I don't know. It, I liked it a lot. It's just such a departure. Yeah, it feels like a completely different series. It's, I don't know. It needs but, you to be in on the joke somehow. Yeah. So like when it hits, you're kind of wait am i dumb or am and i wasn't sure like is it going to come back around or do I, is this just now the trajectory for me and i couldn't stop thinking about that even through the action sequences so mm, yeah i and i agree with you like i wasn't a huge fan of two and three when they initially came out but on upon further watches i was like oh this is this is actually really cool this is actually really cool. I can forgive the CG on this. This is badass. So I think Ford at least deserves that attention. It, and, may, you know, I don't know if I lived in a vacuum now and watched them for the first time, I might feel. But part of it is like if you lived through, especially the year 2003, when two and three came out, like just the ambition behind that plus the game and what they were doing it's hard to revisit those movies and not just like appreciate like what went into build. Like they were, those are the last movies I can really truly call like epic on that scale. I know avatar and movies like that are, but like the ambition behind two, three and the game all being made simultaneously and like the lore and the philosophy and all that stuff is like kind of mind blowing to this day to me. Hell yeah. So second rewatch. Speaking of number fours, I'll go. All right. Uh, I revisited uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull this week, uh, a movie that I was not fond of upon the first watch. Uh, James Bonding, they are doing Indiana Jonesing currently, and they're getting ready to cover uh, the fourth indie. And Paul Russ mentioned something about, oh, with the, with the most recent 4K adaptation of it, they took a lot of the gloss off. And I will tell you, it makes a world of difference. It is much mm. less jarring to watch the new transfer of it. Um, still my least favorite of them, but I appreciate it a hell of a lot more on this rewatch. So, And that actually forced me to go through and, and bump all of the other Indiana Jones up. Because it was a equal parts, hey, I appreciate this a little bit more, but against the other ones, I have to raise them up even higher. Um, and then, uh, me being the, uh, action Philistine of the podcast, I had a hell of a lot of fun watching extraction on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth. 
So there is a sequel coming out, and I it was just late one night. I was like, eh, fuck it, let me throw this thing on, and it has got some Bushwick level uh, fake oneers that uh, perked me up a little bit. I was like, oh, I got to fucking check out how they did this because that is definitely a guy hanging on a wire uh, to achieve these shots. So uh, pretty generic sort of uh, troubled guy sort of story, but I thought the action made up for it. So seek that out if you haven't seen it before. Extraction 2. I just had a friend who uh, who saw a screening of Extraction 2, the, the new one, and, and loved it. Said it was incredible. Like... He was a fan of the first, so I guess yeah. I haven't seen either, but now I I should. Hell yeah, nice. So I'm guessing the extraction in part one was a failure. They yeah. did not get their person out. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's it's another extraction, Kron. It wasn't that easy. Be, it's not be. easy, Kron. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> it's it's tough. You sound like you're not gonna watch it. Oh. You just took his word for it. I'll have a some sleepless night and maybe i'll throw it on no right. it is not a cron movie <laughs> brantley dan you want me to go next so you can brantley palmer wrap it all up please <laughs> indulge right. us okay uh well i revisited uh, a stone cold classic what well, would be considered a five-star banger i imagine in the parlance of five-day rentals Ooh. uh also tied into paul rust i watched 2009's inglorious bastards Fuck again yeah uh um, that is a five-star banger uh, yeah it is a five-star banger i mean I, I, I think it might be my favorite tarantino it's the one i want to rewatch more than any of the others um i agree with you and yeah i, I don't know i don't it does that make it the best i don't know i mean is re, i mean how 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 much do you factor in rewatchability um, but it's just, it's so captivating from beginning to end for me. And I'm just so in it every time I watch it. Um, it's probably the last film I remember like finishing watching in the theater and my immediate response being like, I just want to watch this again. You know, I mean, that came out in 09, that was my response. And I hadn't had that feeling since I was like a kid, you know, like a, like a kid who saw Jurassic Park in the theater and was just like, I want to watch that again kind of thing. Um, so I just, you know, I loved it. I got the 4K of it recently. It was fairly cheap at Bull Moose. So I picked it up and, um, you know, finally got a chance to watch it. And as awesome as ever. Um, so anyway, if anyone hasn't seen Inglorious Bastards, it's a movie that probably doesn't need the plug. But if you haven't seen it, go check out Inglorious Bastards. Uh, an absolute delight. And uh, just a... Uh, Fucking five star banger. So there's there's one. Sounds like Ron Howard has a guest lined up for that one. Yeah, uh, Aldo Ray. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> uh, but now I will I will um, shout out a film that that probably does and could use the plug. Um, I watched that. There's a movie that came to VOD recently. Um, it's called The Outpost. Uh, it's directed by comedian Jolo Truglio, another comedian making a uh, directorial debut in the horror genre. Uh, and it stars comedian Beth Dover. Um, it's very much a uh, character study. Uh, she plays a woman um, escaping a physically abusive relationship who becomes a fire uh, watchtower um forest 
ranger volunteer. I don't know exactly the exact terminology. Smoke eater. There. Yeah, she she basically lives in this tower uh, by herself, keeping an eye on like you know as much of the uh, surrounding three hundred and sixty view that she has to spot um, fires and call them in. Um, and it's very much a film about her grappling with the trauma that she has and how that's still affecting her while she's in that very isolated place. I don't want to say anything else and give anything away. Um, I think the story could have gone into very conventional places, and I think it does a very good job of sort of avoiding some of the pitfalls of, um, you know, uh, paint-by-numbers storytelling that that could have easily kind of played out. Um, And it had me sort of interested in guessing as to, like, what was going to happen next throughout. And I think uh, in that sense, I would recommend it to people. And Beth Dover gives a great performance. She's she's really great in it. And there's a couple, you know, character actors you'd rec- you'd recognize that pop up in it that um, um, make a, are welcome additions in the film. So there you go. The Outpost is what it's called. Nice. Just real quick yeah. to go back to Bastards. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like. To me, that's like the movie where Tarantino's like everything he wanted to do like fully clicks into place. Uh, and mm. I love how elongated all the set pieces get and they do not get boring ever. Like no. the it, it's really like the milk farm scene, uh, the the basement bar and then the ending kind of like theater. It's really like those like getting you to those three things and like the how how much time it spends in those scenes is not boring you know Mm -hmm. yeah those are the along the 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 very time consuming set pieces but yeah you're right they're never boring you're always kind of on the edge of your seat in honesty for like many of them um because the tension's there um and yeah i if i if i had to nitpick one thing with inglorious bastards you know i you know that i love sam jackson but the 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 voiceover from jan sam jackson just because it only comes in at like a couple spots can sometimes feel a bit jarring and 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 kind of unnecessary um so like that's like the one area of the film that i'd say you probably could do without it um but it's it's not anything that like you know takes me out enough that it, it bothers me really i just think it's you know, it's just unnecessary, mm-hmm. basically. I always feel like with that movie, uh, the one thing that takes me out is Eli Roth's acting. But mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> rewatching it this time, I was kind of like, oh boy, okay, here he comes. But it, and it wasn't like, especially when he is, comes out of the tunnel mm-hmm. and he and he beats the guy to death. That's when I, the 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 scene I always think of is him kind of being a little too over the top. But rewatching it this time, I was like, you know, it's not as wasn't as bad as i remember and i i just i mean there's the one part where he gets like really amped up but i thought for some reason he had been amped up before that um before the bat hits the guy but that wasn't the case it was more just like you know taking in the the what the metals meant for the guy and everything so yeah yeah it's a masterpiece yeah. Great picks, though. I'd love to check out the second one as well. So, yeah, yeah that sounds good. Where yeah. is the out? Is the outpost. the outpost available anywhere? 
as far as I know, you would just have to rent it on, you know, like Apple, Amazon, some wherever you do like VOD type of rentals and stuff. I think it was like five ninety nine. Um, and you know, I'd been following um, when they were making it and and you know it coming out or whatever promoting it, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll check this out. You know, I'll uh, check out this smaller indie horror film, even though it's got some some names attached and everything. So I'll give them a little love. All right. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, that leaves me. Uh, I did catch a advanced screening of Asteroid City, and I will tell you right now nothing about it. You can go watch it yourselves when it comes out. <laughs> um, I did catch a film called Corpus Christi from 2019. It is a Polish film. Uh, kind of about a juvenile who gets out, who's supposed to go to a work camp and ends up just taking over the local parish as a priest, a very young man, uh, available on Tubi. It's, uh, it's got an ending. I'll tell you that much. What a shot. Uh, I have also been doing Fauci as well. I've watched the beyond and the New York Ripper Fulci. Fauci, did I say Fauci? Yeah, Fauci. (laughs) Get your vaccines, (laughs) y'all. But uh, his, that's some crazy shit. I haven't watched, I thought I watched more of his movies, but apparently I have not. But uh, so I'm making my way through those and those are fucking wild. So check those out. I'm trying to make the most of my Shudder $5 every month. So I also checked out Influencer. Um, Not bad. Uh, Pretty nice little mystery there. Not too crazy horror. And to top it off, though, gentlemen, I think the best thing I watched so far this month is a little film from 1951 called The Steel Helmet. And oh, hell yeah. What a there's no hero war is hell type of movie about the Korean War. It's uh, it's really good. It's pretty short to wrap it up. It's it's nice. I liked it. Fuck yeah. I know Brantley has that a very high rating there on that movie. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you come across it? Because it's in my like top four on Letterboxd, but I don't know if you've heard me talk about it before or anything, or you just stumbled upon yeah, it. It's always been on my list to watch, and okay. uh, actually Penny Smasher had a copy, so I ripped it from him. But uh, it did nice. appear for, what was, was it Memorial Day? They did show it on TCM, so I did mm-hmm. uh, record it off of there as well. So I got nice. a copy though. That's Crown awesome. If you want, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You yeah. Or Nick. That's I, I believe the first film ever made about the Korean war, mm-hmm. uh, in the world It came out just six months after the, the U S involvement in, uh, the Korean war there. And, um, if you're a fan of Martin Scorsese, he bases an entire fight sequence in raging bull off of a single shot in, um, the steel helmet. It's, uh, towards the end of the film there when Sergeant Zack disappears into the fog of war, basically. Mm-hmm. He's essentially having PTSD on the battlefield as he uh, goes back in his head to World War II. Yeah. It's a good flick. Yeah. Sorry, I could wax poetic about the steel helmet <laughs> all fucking night. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but I'll stop there. Yeah, that's all I got. I just want... Beautiful. This guy knows I fucking love Wes Anderson and he won't tell me anything about <laughs> Asteroid City. I mean, I appreciate it, but... I like haven't even rated it. Can you at least just, did you like it? Just a yes. I don't want to know. I'm I, I not know, gonna no, tell you don't want to. No, that's no, no. an easy. That's not spoiling yeah, but anything. That, right that'll here. inform stuff. Okay, fine. God damn it! I'm not telling you anything. I gotta wait another it's, week. 
I've seen it. I'll tell you that much. Cool. It's we a Wes said, Anderson movie. We already said goodbye, much. so let's just let's just go. <laughs> Ladies <Yeah>. and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you. Crash and burn. <laughs>